Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Sports Radio 960 WSBT presents Caveman Corner. Tonight again, live from Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, located at 507 East McKinley Avenue in Mishawaka. We're just east of Division Street, across from Liberty School. Good Monday evening. Back for another edition of Caveman Corner. Hi, I'm Brian Miller, voice of the Mishawaki Caveman, and alongside Director of Marketing and Development, Mr. Dean Huppert. Seems like... It was just yesterday we were sitting here, and where did the week go to? Yeah, this week flew by. You know, we had a had a great football game. We had beef bash over the weekend. A lot of exciting things happening. The weather's been perfect, so it uh, you know it has been a, a quick week. But we're going to have a great show tonight. We've got Mike Bresky in the second half of the show, the announcer, former coach for Mishawaki. He's done it all at uh, Mishawaka High School, and then. Two guys who are just piling up stats this year. We got Novell Miller, the junior running back, and also Brady Fisher, the Mishawaka quarterback. Senior quarterback, no doubt about that, but we'll talk a lot of Mishawaka football and and share some thoughts and uh, I'm sure have a lot of stories uh, we'll get to uh, talk with Mike Bresky about a little later on. But again, Monterey Mexican Grill is our home and the host for Caveman Corner, home of the best authentic Mexican food served this side of the Rio Grande. Stop in for dinner tonight. You can swing by up here at the Mont. We're the upstairs kind of, uh, I guess, event center. In fact, Mike Bresky is going to tell us a story about this very same room. How many years ago? 43 years ago, but Ooh, let's just say Monterey had not been born as of yet. But uh, the Mont is the Monterey Mexican Grill second floor private event room. has space for up to 120 people. Visit MontereyMexican.com for details. But, Dean, before we get to talking about uh, one of the wildest high school football games I've been a part of in my 40 years of doing play-by-play, uh, Saturday was an incredible celebration for the one and only the late, great Mike Faulkner. Beef Bash, uh, what a great success. It was an incredible success. Uh, a safe venue downtown right on the ice skating rink. We appreciate Lake Bed and Size Matters playing the tunes, and we had a big video board up watching the Notre Dame football game. But the most important thing is we honored Mike's legacy, and, and the community wrapped their arms around the Faulkner family. Uh, we had some stories just of, of people who he admired and loved, and they loved him back uh, up on the video board. And we also, you know, we we just were able to talk stories and raise some money for Mike's vision. Mike Faulkner was a guy who wanted a caveman statue, and he wanted it big and bold and strong. And when people came into Mishawaka, it's like, this is who we are, no doubt. Look at what we are, hear what we are, see what we are, and that caveman statue is going to come to fruition. Uh, I don't know if we're there yet with money, but we have until November 4th. And if we raise $50,000, the Mishawaka Parks Department, through a patronicity grant, is going to match that $50,000. We'll have this caveman statue, and then it'll be on a base and it will also have security measures with cameras and lighting and and no matter when you come to Mishawaka I I can imagine people will be pulling off the toll road from different parts (laughs) of the country because they want to see this statue and take a picture with it doesn't matter if you're three years old or 93 years old you'll want to see this caveman and it'll give a different feeling to each person and for these guys sitting here right now they're going to say 
hey, I remember that, 2023, they were talking about that, and before we graduated, that caveman was up there. And then they come back for their reunions 10 years, 20, 25 years, and maybe 50 years, and that statue will still be there. The front of the high school, Steel Stadium, the cave, right now, probably a good battle for what's going to be the most photographed in Mishawaka. The caveman's going to top it. Everybody's going to want a picture with the caveman. Now, Dean, uh, certainly a great gathering Saturday night, a fun event, and or there might be a couple of people still in Mishawaka who have not heard anything about what what, right. what, what happened, Beef Bash, what was that, or how or how can I donate, how can I make a difference, how yeah. did they do that? We're raising money to, for a caveman statue, and you can go to mishawakaschools.com slash beefbash. That's mishawakaschools.com dot com slash beef bash and we are still taking donations in uh they may be taking some donations at the football game obviously we're not selling tickets but uh, we really want to thank from the bottom of our heart everybody who came there were a lot of people who bought tickets just knowing they couldn't come people who donated and our generous sponsors there were so many people out there including nate zolman and, and zolman tires is our presenting sponsor but to go down the list of sponsors we had a banner up there we put it on our facebook page for school city of mishawaka and and the community did really come together for this cause and and that's that's pretty amazing here tonight caveman corner we will talk here first of all with brady fisher and novell miller standout offensive players and uh man guys i i can as i said a few moments ago i've been around this game for a long long time dean i know you had a great wrap-up on the game and video you took down on the field um i've seen some wild ones but nine lead changes Two ties, unfortunately, one of them at 36-all that, that forced the game to overtime. Um, aside from the final score, Novell, was it a fun night of football? I mean, it was it was game on. It was it was definitely a fun night of football. Um, it was it was a tough game, but it was it was really fun. You and your ball club, uh, knowing week in and week out, you're going to get a test in the Northern Lakes Conference, and you guys had passed all your earlier tests in the league since that week two loss to Penn. You guys have matured. You guys have learned. What did you guys learn about yourselves this past Friday night at the loss? Uh, we, as a team, we learned that uh, we can we can fight to the end. We gave everything we got, but unfortunately, we didn't come out on top. But we can fight. Hard hitting game, man. I mean, they they came out like this was their Super Bowl. And and why not? I mean, you yeah. guys were the hunted at the beginning of the season. They had that target on their back, and then all of a sudden, you guys felt felt what it was like. And the crowd was it was it was an amazing high school football atmosphere. Exactly. Brian and I were talking about this before the broadcast. And at halftime, I felt, man, you guys haven't played your best game, and you were still ahead. You were still up by one, so you had to feel feel pretty good. But but it it must have been pretty cool to to know that the world was against you, and you were still matching them punch for punch. Yeah. yeah. Was that um, was it one of those games that that was fun? When you start to think back to the replay and know that, okay, we could have done this, we could have done that, but it's not always that we're going to be in, involved in a game like this. Yeah, um, it was. It was. Um, or was it just one of those tough ones that it's yeah, like it was, you, you just, just want to you want to get up by two or three touchdowns just, just and it didn't team. happen. Just just a good team. So yeah. just nobody could get the momentum and keep it very long because yeah. the other guy, well, whoever had the football, uh, seemed to do uh, do the job and take the, the momentum back. Novell, tell me tell me this: we watched <laughs> you a year ago get forced into varsity duties, and as a sophomore, there was definitely a learning curve and uh, a stretch where. Uh, I don't know if it was reality and a big difference from, say, freshman and JV ball to the varsity level, but what you learned a year ago and have brought to the table as an elite 
fullback for this Mishawaka program. Talk about that learning curve last year and that experience a year ago, how it's paying dividends for you here in 2023. Yeah, I definitely had to take a, a big step up last year with Chase's injury. But um, a big thing I learned was ball security because, you know, I fumbled a lot last year. But um, Coach Shaw, he hammered ball security into me <laughs> all off season, So that, that, that played a big part. And just reading the holes better. Uh, getting getting all that experience last year definitely helped out this year. And the confidence you gained last year and brought it to the table this year, did it change your mindset on how you're approaching games? Was it was it a commitment maybe to uh, the weight room and the workout process you went through during the off season, or talk about maybe from when last year ended to now on on how you've improved your game? Uh, really, just. Uh, not not a lot in the weight room cuz i'm i'm pretty strong so i try to i tried to better like the actual game instead of like my athleticism cuz last year i struggled with reading the holes and ball security but our line was just so good last year that it didn't really matter but this year i'm getting better at it yeah 28 carries 108 yards against northwood 13 touchdowns this year, and the guy right next to you had 25 carries, 165 yards Friday night, and and uh, Brady, you got 10 touchdowns this year. It it must be fun working with this guy along with the rest of the teammates, but just knowing that, okay, if I'm going to call his number, I see you guys cheering each other on when, when somebody else is scoring a touchdown because he takes pressure off you. Yeah, he definitely helps out a lot. Uh, the defense keys on him a lot, and it opens uh, some, some gaps for me. Yeah, just thinking back to Friday night, and, and, you know, we've got some big games ahead. But when we talk to Coach afterwards, you don't know how a coach is going to react after a game. But the first thing he said was, I, I feel bad for the kids, and I'm proud of them. I felt like that was such a classy move because he just he he still was giving credit to you guys, and not every coach does that when when you fall a little bit short. But it must be great to have a guy who believes in you so much, who can look back and say, "Okay, if we would have done this, we would have done that." But he had your back, and that's got to feel good going into these last two regular season games and then the playoffs. Yeah, Coach Kinder definitely does a great job uh, keeping our spirits up and. Uh, uh, ensuring us that we'll be all right, and but he definitely uh, tells us stuff we could improve on and uh, help us get better in the long run. Yeah, for the Mishawaka family out there listening, Saturday morning, maybe the bus ride home, uh, were you guys already pointing towards that next team and towards that next ball game? Uh, you want to let it settle in a little bit and let it process. And I know after a win, you say, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate this tonight. We're gonna move on." But after a loss, I'm sure the bus rider's a little quiet and. But there's a point where you got to flip that switch and say, it's going to be go time. we got to prepare right now. Let's go. Yeah, uh, we definitely were. So Concord and Northwood run the same schematic defense. Okay. So we were we definitely were thinking about things we could improve by watching the film. And, uh, yeah, we got Concord's a little better up in the front seven. So we got to get a lot to we got a lot to improve on this week. Yeah. Caveman Corner from 960 WSBT Radio with Dean Huppert. I'm Brian Miller as your host. And tonight we're visiting with – Novell Miller, fullback, a junior for the Mishawaka Cavemen, and senior quarterback Brady Fisher. Brady, I've got to ask is, uh, you know, we went into the game last week, Northwood, Mishawaka, and, uh, you know, it's, it, although it's only a four-game series, it's been an intense series. You guys went down there and smacked them a couple of years ago. Uh, 
won a home game last year. They spoiled senior night and, and going down there. Talk about the rivalry with Northwood and just uh, what were you expecting and, and maybe uh, for, the, for the rivalry to continue after you graduate. Yeah, uh, we definitely went in knowing it was going to be a dogfight. I mean, they got uh, some pretty good players on the offensive side and some pretty fast defensive players. Uh, and the, the rivalry game, you know, uh, you know, we're starting to develop new ones like Concord, Northwood, and Warsaw in the NLC, and it's, it's always fun to play one of them. Is it nice to know that even though with that loss, you've still got two more games, and they're home games? How special is it to play at Steel Stadium? Oh, there's there's nothing like it, man. We fill the fill the sex or fill the crowd at St- Steel Stadium. You know, uh, it's just a different type of atmosphere, and uh, it's fun to play. In. Now, when you're talking about these two games, uh, Novell, you've got you've got one is going to be homecoming, so a lot of people will be up there. Coaches hate these games because it's like okay, they may be focusing on, you know, I'm dressing like a clown one day at school and I'm I'm not focusing on football. But then you've got senior night the next week, so you're going to honor these guys. What what do you do going into homecoming, or is every Friday night kind of like a homecoming for you guys that you think, you know what, we play in front of big crowds, big games that are our every week. Yeah, Still Friday night lights is always packed. So like you said, the same. No matter the opponent. Yeah, how about you, Brady? Two big games, a lot of big crowds. Uh, these should be fun. Yeah, you know, it's always fun to uh, play in front of uh, your community and uh, getting people out there. It's just uh, awesome to see. Yeah, i got to ask you about, uh, and I know you guys cheer for the other guys on the team, but Caden Smith had a heck of a game. I mean, talk about that. Uh, six carries, 76 yards. Uh, I mean, when you're averaging 12 a carry and they're focusing on you and then all of a sudden – he does so much on the field that that I don't think people see because he's just such a gritty. He loves the game. You can just tell it when he goes out there. He loves the game. Yeah, Caden, uh, he all year he's been great, and he's just improving every week at blocking, and uh, it's a big part that doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but uh, it was it was good getting him some touches. Yeah, definitely. It's good, it's good to see him stepping up because he, he does a lot for the team with blocking. So when he does get to touch the ball, we definitely get excited. And you probably see that stuff in practice. I mean, the down and dirty stuff that it's like, okay, this guy's doing it for me. Or that touchdown happened, and it wouldn't have happened without these guys up front, this guy, and that receiver maybe out there taking a little pressure off of us too. Guys, tell me, you two are kind of the headlines of the offense, but the fact, Brady, you've thrown the ball uh, more this year has opened up opportunities for some of the wide receivers because uh, no uh, disrespect – being a split end at Mishawaka is maybe not the sexiest position in the state of Indiana or whatever like that, based on the number of times the Cayman traditionally don't throw the ball. But this year the offense has been a little wider. Novell, your first catch and a touchdown, uh, that had to feel awfully good. But, but Brady, talk about having not just one or two weapons, but with the two halfbacks you got, Caden, who we just talked about, certainly Ethan Bryce has had a great season as well in, in three ways. And then your receivers, uh, you guys are definitely a multidimensional offense. Yeah, coming in this year, this summer, Shaw and uh, Kinder were preaching that we needed to put the ball in there a little more because teams uh, tend to like disrespect our pass game because they know we're just going to pound it. And uh, when you can throw the ball and you're, it's a threat, teams will respect that and uh, it'll open up some holes in the run game. Guys, before we go any further, and we would get in a lot of trouble with your, with your mates from the offensive line, uh, it was a great senior-laden offensive line a year ago. Graduation hit that group very, very hard. And now this year with Matt Willis coming back as the only starter, and now your your core from your offensive line, and, and certainly you had an injury with Eddie Rodriguez, 
Trevor Wentz stepped in at, at, at center this past week. You guys take a second and uh, brag about your offensive line or talk about yeah. a couple of these guys. <clears throat> uh, this summer it was definitely like a little iffy. We were scared because obviously our whole offensive line besides one dude graduated, but they definitely stepped up and been playing up to the up to par. Yeah. It, he he was almost coming through the TV screen there if we were on television. Like, hey, I want to talk about my offensive line. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's, these guys have worked hard, proven their worth, and I mean, we put 42 points on the on the board Friday night. I mean, they were they were hungry and trying to make big holes for you. Yeah, definitely. They put in work every day of the week. They're getting all muddy and the going under the shoots, and uh, they faced some adversity this year. We've handled it pretty well, and. Uh, I'm glad to have them as my teammates. Yeah, gotta gotta ask you a little bit about the NFL, and you don't have to tell us if you're if you're dating Taylor Swift too. I mean, we don't need to go. <laughs> or if that she far. shows up for the game to watch yeah. you guys play Friday night, it probably would help the gate at, at Steel yeah, Stadium though, and we'd put her up in the press box and a camera on her on the Mishawaka Network if we could. But talk about your name and just the the love that you had for the New England Patriots and following Tom Brady around. I know you go in your dad's office and he's the principal at John Young Middle School, and you see a Patriots helmet, and that's hurt me for a long time. I'm a Colts season ticket holder. That makes two of us. Yeah, you know, it's like, okay, this family. But, you know, you have been loyal to your team, and it's probably been just a a great life growing up following that guy because he's done so many things right, and you're a quarterback too. Yeah, uh, you know, my my dad's a diehard fan. Uh, He named me after Tom Brady, and uh, it was was fun watching him for 20 – or for the first – 15, 14 years of my life, but yeah. uh, starting to starting to f- figure out what it feels like to be a uh, NFL fan of any other team. <laughs> the any other team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, that's exactly right. Uh, Novell, do you uh, you have a favorite NFL college team, or is there somebody uh, that you you live and die for? College, um, Ohio State, and oh <laughs> yeah, and that's all right. NFL, I like the Jets. You got to be kind of happy. After yeah, I was going to say that was kind of a kinda. That, was, that was a tough one. You, had, yeah. you staying up late last night? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no doubt. Yeah, and and just um, uh, Brady, your brother's out at Notre Dame and uh, having a great experience. It must be fun hearing the stories behind the scenes. Uh, they got to practice at at Steel Stadium this year, and you got to watch that. That must have been kind of surreal to see the gold helmets at Steel Stadium and and watching that unfold. Yeah, it's definitely uh, unreal for me. I'm not even on the team, but uh, just hearing what it's like to be in the locker room and uh, watching them practice. I get to go. I get to go watch them practice at the practice field sometimes. It's definitely a, a sight to see, and I like to see it. Yeah, and you got a, got some information a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, talk about that. Uh, an opportunity to be a preferred walk-on. I know that you have a lot of options, and you're going to weigh things out. But uh, that must have been pretty cool to to hear from Coach Freeman and know that 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 could be an option for you. Yeah, it was definitely a, a, a joy finding out that I have the chance to play at Notre Dame, you know, watching them grow up for all my life and uh, just be awesome just to put on a uniform. Yeah, pretty cool. I don't know, if Novell, if you get a chance to watch him play basketball, but yeah. I heard people last year talking about, man, he, you know, maybe you ought to be thinking about basketball in college and, and thinking about that. But uh, just supporting each other in, in other sports and supporting other teammates, and whether it's track or whether it's uh, coming out to watch the softball girls play and, and Coach Miller, um, it, I, I know that's kind of the, the, the thing of the high school experience, but is that almost a payback for you guys? Because so many people come to watch you, and if you have an opportunity to go to senior night and watch the volleyball team, you know you should do it because yeah. that's a, uh, those are your people. 
Yeah, like um, uh, soccer team they had senior night. I had a close friend Jorge, so we tried to get some of the football players to go support him at his senior night soccer game. So that was fun. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, very very good. I gotta ask Brady the sibling rivalry at home back in the day. You, CJ, Justin. I don't know who was the official or the referee at home, mom or dad, to to, to separate those those moments. But uh, talk talk about that. That's, that, that. Obviously, a lot of memories. Yeah, we uh, definitely had a competitive household growing up. Uh, you know, we got in a few uh, altercations sometimes over was he safe or was he out playing wiffle ball or uh, you know just ta- playing football in the backyard. Was he was he down or was he? But uh, it, it definitely. Uh, was a fun childhood with those two as my brothers. And you as a little guy, like, following them. That had to have made you better, just competing with them all the time, because I doubt if they took it easy on you. Yeah, they definitely did not. Uh, <laughs> I definitely learned how to – this might shock you, but I was the smallest one. Or it probably wasn't shock you, but uh, before I didn't re- – I really learned how to use my size when I was shorter, but uh, I don't really have to do that now because <laughs> I'm a little taller than everyone. <laughs> You've, you've gained some respect for both of them, right? Yeah. Talk about their support uh, while CJ's away, and although Justin's just around the corner, but also, you know, with his duties and his responsibilities at school at Notre Dame, talk about their support of you now in your senior year. Yeah, I get I get texts from all the time, calls. Uh, you know, we're all supportive of each other. CJ just uh, got a, he just got done with his training for his job uh, at a bank in Mississippi, and uh, he's doing well down there. I, and uh, Justin, obviously, at Notre Dame, he uh, got in the field the first time. So we definitely celebrate the uh, big achievements together. Now, i got to ask you, Novell, uh, we talk about the, the sibling rivalry and the support that uh, Brady's had at home. Talk about your support base and uh, uh, some of those people maybe who are your, your biggest support, uh, uh, I guess, pillars. Uh, really, my, my mom, my stepdad. And really just my family. They 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 come to every game, every game, no matter how far. So big shout out to them. Okay, now be honest, both of you. Do you see where now Dad's sitting next to a, a bold and I in the press boxes. He's doing the uh, the stats. Uh, uh, your dad, Brady. But uh, do you guys ever catch a peek up at the stands to find out where mom and dad are sitting or where family's sitting? Yeah, uh, <laughs> my parents. They. They, I hear them screaming my screaming my name every time I like gotta come to the bench off the field after an offense score. They always yell my name, and they sit in the same spot at home, so I always that know helps where to look at. That helps very very good. Brady, any thoughts there? Yeah, it's always fun finding uh, my mom in the stands and my dad at the basketball games in the stands. Uh, it's always nice to peek at them, see where they're sitting before the game. And your your mom might be the best athlete in the family. I mean, she was she was a coach, she was an athlete. She's uh, uh, she probably takes it pretty serious. I bet she has some good talks with you when you get home, or maybe it doesn't. It's not that far. It might be right there on the field. Yeah, she uh, back in her day, she was a three sport athlete, and she's pretty dang good at all of them. Uh, but she she's definitely an athlete, but. You can if post she, her up now. Yeah, if she asks, <laughs> if she asks, I'll say she can't guard me. But you know, she definitely would put up a, a pretty good fight. But she can get away with the foul situation too. So, okay, guys, we're going to do some rapid fire as we wrap up with Novell Miller and Brady Fisher here from the Mishawaka football team on 960 WSBT with Dean Huppert. I'm Brian Miller, your co-host. This is K-Man Corner from Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. All right, Novell, we're going to lead off with you. Favorite class and/or subject at school? Um. English. 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 Okay. Brady? Uh, statistics. Stats. Favorite teacher, Novell? Favorite teacher, uh, Mr. Rice. Brady? 
Mr. Haas. Mr. Haas. Okay, favorite uniform. So is it the maroon, the, the road white, or the, uh, I'll call it alternate gray? Mr. Gray, got to be. You know, uh, mine's, mine's the maroon, but I fit in the gray jersey a little better. Oh, is the other ones will get a little snug, or how is that? Really snug. Really snug, I <laughs> got you. Coach Kinder got me a size up with the grays. <laughs> no, thank, thankful for that. Okay, yeah. pregame ritual or pregame meal and or postgame ritual or postgame meal. Well, your uh, thoughts there? Pre-game, I got to go to Subway, give me a foot long. I get steak and bacon. And post-game, I go to Canes every time, give me a box combo. There you go. Do they have you basically just order before you pull in? They've got a, they've got a little uh, little uh, uh, automatic ordering yeah. system linked to your car. Okay, Brady, post-game, pre-game, post-game meals. Uh, I go to pre-game, I go get a 10-piece McNugget <laughs> from McDonald's. And, uh, and post-game, I'll be, ever, I'll be at wherever my friends are. Sounds like a great barbecue plan. sauce. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Now you kind of you kind of both touched on this with the Jets and with the Patriots, but uh, while maybe your favorite pro teams, what are your favorite college teams? Ohio State. Notre Dame. I'm not surprised by that. Last but not least, superstitious or not? Are you superstitious? If so, in what in what way or what's your biggest superstition? I am. Uh, I am because it's just that's how my grandma is, and that's what I grew up with. Like. Like just like the basics, like uh, don't go under a ladder, don't break a mirror, <laughs> don't let the broom touch you. I don't know if you heard of that one. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Brady. Uh, you know, I just won't let. Uh, I just won't go cross paths with the black cat. But that's about it. That's about. It. <laughs> I gotta go back to the broom. I mean, is, is Grandma coming with you with the broom? No, no, no. no <laughs> okay. Listen, like, so my like, grandma used to come at me with a yardstick. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I gotta. I had uh, to be quick. My, my grandma, she tough. But uh, look, like if she if you were sweeping and you touched her with the broom, you had to spit on it. It was it was stupid, but she did not play about that. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, guys. Any final thoughts? Uh, certainly, Novell thoughts about playing Concord Friday night. Uh, definitely excited. It's going to be a good game, another good opponent, so I'm ready. And, uh, Brady, i got to ask you about uh, senior year. You know, the countdown, I hate to say, not to put any pressure on, but the countdown is here as far as football. I know you're a multi-sport athlete. You've got others to look forward to, but I know football is special to you and in your house, and you got two home games guaranteed. And then who knows what in the playoffs your thought on wrapping up your senior year. Yeah, just every game this year I've uh, taken, uh, taken a big deep breath for the game. You know, every game – play every game like it's my last and uh i go out there every week and uh have fun with my my family well have fun with the rest of the season have fun with the fist bump fridays and all the other traditions uh with the elementary kids coming in guys a pleasure having both of you on the radio with us here tonight and congrats on a great season let's keep it going thank you, thank you. all right that is brady fisher and novell miller our guests here on caveman corner from 960 wsbt we will take a timeout when we come back we will visit with longtime teacher, coach, and now the voice at Steel Stadium, Mr. Mike Bresky on Caveman Corner after this timeout on 960 WSB. Hey, welcome back to Caveman Corner. We're live at Monterey Mexican Grill. Brian Miller, Dean Huppert, and we're just about ready to talk to Mike Bresky here at Monterey. But first, let's talk some other things. Mishawaka High School, congrats to Liam Bauschke for breaking the Oxbow Park record while winning the NLC race Saturday. Also, Aiden Rogers for breaking the freshman record that Liam had held. Up next for the boys and girls, sectionals at New Prairie cross-country this Saturday. And this week, the band, alumni, and eighth grade band night. It's also homecoming. Tickets are $7, and there are no big purses, bags, or backpacks allowed. If you're coming for the, to the game for the first time this year for security reasons, you need to have a clear bag to carry anything in. 
Soccer sectionals are this week. The boys are playing tonight at the Goshen Sectional versus Concord. Girls soccer team plays in the Penn Sectional against South Bend Adams Tuesday at 5 o'clock. If they win, they take on the winner of Michigan City and Penn Thursday at 5. And the boys tennis team beat Clay last week, Brian, and lost to Penn in the sectional final. Well, speaking of tennis, and I know we touched on it a week ago, but wow, wow, wow. I'm pretty proud of Baker Park, and I guess I've got a right to be. I've been the coach there since basically we moved in in 2009. However, this new uh, remodeled and, and just in, in completely enhanced tennis courts and the facility there is, is second to none. Yeah, it's really the first remodel that we've had at Mishawaka for tennis, and they did it right. I mean, the post-tension concrete, uh, the angle of the courts to get the water off, uh, just having cement in the middle. I was talking to some tennis junkies over the weekend, and they said, that is so smart. You don't have to mow it. It's not, not anything, but the water can go to those drains in the middle instead of just sitting on the courts. And, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful facility. We hope people in junior tennis are going to start coming up and, and just build our program because it's such a great sport. And, and then there's going to be some paddle ball, uh, pickleball courts there as well that, that people can come and the community can get uh, more involved with that. So, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, tennis program on the rise. Well, let's talk with Mike Bresky. Welcome, my friend. Good to see you. Thank you. You too also, you and Dean. Every time I see you, I think about, uh, well, uh, watching Mishawaka girls basketball back in the day with some great, great teams. And uh, what the Janae Skeeters is a name that comes to mind. And just, the you know, a Taylor great tradition. Parmalee. Yeah. Uh, some great uh, seasons, time, teams, memories. And, and we shared some of that when we broadcast together uh, last couple of years and so forth. How's life? Life is good. Retirement's good. Uh, this is year three. Um, it was great because my wife and I both retired at the same time. So you're a professional retiree now. I'm getting there. You know, <laughs> I, I, what retirement's done is it's I've developed so many bad habits. Like, I think I'll move on tomorrow, and tomorrow becomes the next day, or and the Thursday. next day becomes next week. <laughs> I stay because up too I late. can. Yeah. <laughs> Before you know it, you got everything's got to get done on a weekend. Now every day's a weekend. I don't even know what day of the week it is. <laughs> Well, you know, we talk about coaching, but you have settled in prior to retirement and now as the voice of Steel Stadium. And then you got to go down on the sidelines this, uh, what, uh, about two, three weeks ago and celebrate with the class of 78. It's, that's got to be special in both categories. Yeah, it was. You know, the Friday nights are, I can't even describe what Friday nights mean to me. They really do. It's it, um, Jim Aldrich asked me um, if I wanted to do this and, you know, I thought, yeah, okay, we'll give yeah. it a shot, you know. <laughs> and I, I had, I talked to my wife about it, and she says, you know, you've been in front of people your whole life. She says, you know, just do it, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And It's five kept, or six Fridays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, and, and it, um, to me, it almost takes me back years and years ago to game night when I was coaching or when I was playing or whatever, you know, you you get all cranked up and you start thinking the wheels start turning and I just I have a ball I really do I have so much fun talk about the position you played in high school and some of the guys who like Brady Fisher right now and Novell Miller when they're coming here you had some buddies back then who you probably still keep in touch with and some of these high school athletes may not realize that that some of the friends will fade away and move away but there's some other friends that are lifelong relationship friends yes um actually um what was it two Fridays ago some of those guys first time in 50 years we've seen each other wow. and there were others that couldn't make it that live you know california florida 
um i think there was like 14 of us and it was so much fun just just seeing them We'd, i didn't have a lot of time to really sit and talk to them uh uh two weeks prior to that or no, it was just three four weeks prior to that um i was out at tim hinton's house tim was my center and uh he had a fish fry i don't like fish but um <laughs> still a good time right <laughs> i had chick-fil-a on the way over. <laughs> um but coach doba was there and uh, Tim, Jim Schrader, and a couple of buddies of Tim's that he played baseball with. And I've seen Coach Doba off and on. You know, we've, we run into each other here, there, and everywhere. But it was just fun sitting next to him, and he just told stories. You know, he's 83 years old. And he, he, You know, these old football coaches, they got more stories than you could write. Hey, I hang out with Boba Kirk every Friday <laughs> night, so I know all about <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he, he went on to big-time Division <clears throat> One football. But it seems like whenever he talks Mishawaka, it's just as important or more important. And that run to the state that you guys had is a memory that, that people listening right now on, on AM 960 are saying, yeah, that was a great team. I remember that. Bresky was quarterback. <laughs> you know, um, Bill Doba saved Mishawaka football. And this is just one person's opinion. When, when Bill was hired at Mishawaka, if you look at the handful of years prior to that, it was not good. Um, yeah, it uh, I, I remember I went to Maine Junior High School. I remember we, you know, Friday nights, man, we were all sitting in the, we had end zone bleachers on both ends. Right. And, and um, <clears throat> that's where the junior highs sat. And uh, it, it, I think when I was that age, I didn't really pay much attention to wins and losses. It was, you know, did we have fun at the game? And we were at the game. We were, you know, you'd always run down on the field afterwards and you'd grab a chin strap or something like that. But when Bill came in, he, he just brought a whole different perspective he was i think he was 33 34 and he's just so full of energy and we kind of looked around at each other you know when this guy came in we're going yeah right you know and i'm telling you he was just real methodical on how he built that program and uh, i was talking to um cory betzer a couple weeks ago i, I usually go down pre-game and i talk to keith and get his lineup and talk to buckman or you know uh, dean mccool and cory and cory and i were talking about I coached Corey. Uh, I was quarterback coach when uh, when Corey played. And we were talking about <clears throat> systems, and he says, well, "You know, what was the passing tree like?" I go, "We didn't have a passing tree." He says, "Well, what was the call?" And I said, eh, "Flank right, split end, curl, tight end, drag." He goes, "Really?" And I go, "Yeah, that that was our verbiage then, you know." <laughs> and uh, it was fun hearing him, you know, tell stories, you know, since you know he's coached quite a while now, but. Uh, yeah, just reconnecting. It's it's so fun to reconnect with people that you haven't seen in so long. Um, even being out of the building now three years, and I get to see, you know, coaches, and I know most of the coaches. It's it's a good time. You know, Brian and I have been in big games, been around big games. You tend to sometimes remember the losses more than the wins. Was there a win that maybe was way up there, or was that loss that that maybe you had always going to be the one that? Gosh, I, you know, that's the one that we're, we're going to remember. You know, my senior year, um, I re- it was two years ago. I was at the stadium. I saw a coach down there, and he was with Bill Sharp and uh, Bovenkirk. And I, I walked down, and coach introduced me. He said, um, here's the guy who, um, if you watched him practice, he wouldn't have made the practice squad on many teams. <laughs> but he said, when you flip the lights on Friday night, he was ready to go. I hated to practice. <laughs> but uh, the, the whole – that year, we beat three ranked teams. Okay. Um, and I think there was only, what, 
two or three classifications of football back then. I know Marion was state champion. That, we beat Marion that year, and they were state champions That's that awesome, year. That's awesome, yeah. We beat Laporte, and Laporte was loaded. They had two running backs. One of them went to Tennessee, I think. And we just clobbered them at home. Probably the, the game I remember as far as big wins would have been Elkhart Central. And Central was just loaded with speed and athletes. And we jumped all over. It was 28-7 at half or something like that. And, it's, you know, we're going in and, you know, I look around and there was only one guy on our offense that was heavier than I was. Wow. That was one of our tackles. I was I, I weighed 188 pounds and I, Tim Hinton weighed 160. <laughs> and you look at our whole offense line, we're just clobbering these people. And um, that, that Elkhart Central game was a highlight. The low light would have been Washington. Um, that game was hyped so much. They were they were two, we were three, or they were three and we were four. We were both seven and zero. Oh. Um, we came in that night and just I threw five five interceptions. You remember uh, that? Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't ever forget it because nobody ever lets me forget. Yeah. It. Um, but yeah, it and it was disappointing. But I tell you what, I heard you talking to the boys, uh, uh, Brady and. Um, Novell and talking about playing in front of crowds and that year we played in front of some of the biggest crowds uh that Washington game I know uh Red Williams if I remember Red Williams and he always guesstimated how many people were in the stands and I think if you look back at the Tribune he asked it was somewhere between nine and eleven thousand awesome. at Steel Field and they were I remember during warm-ups our cadence was so simple it was just red 88 or blue this whatever and I remember going over the sideline. I said to Coach Adoba pregame, I says, they can't hear me. I says, can we change our cadence? Can I look left? Then I can look right. And he says, we can't do that. We're, you know, we're changing everything up. And the communication, I remember that night, was my, my ears were ringing at night uh, when I got out of there. But, you know, the, those, those games were so meaningful, um, playing football at Mishawaka High School. It means more to me now than it did then. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't emphasize that enough to young people how, as time goes on, it was cool back then. Now, every time I walk down there on Friday nights and I talk to the coaches, I remember a spot on the field where something happened. And there's times when I was teaching, I just go out in the football field and walk around and I go, yeah, I remember, blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> and, it, it, you know, I, I, I know... If you talk to individuals at any high school, they're going to say, you know, this is a special place. There's no better place. I'm sorry. There's just not a better place than Steel Stadium. You know, it's funny. I remember, and mind you, I graduated from South and Clay in 81, and I remember with some friends, Elkhart Central, Mishawaka playing at Steel Stadium. Uh, Dave Schnell was quarterback at Elkhart Central. <laughs> And coming to Steel State, how we got a ticket, I have no idea. And we sat way in the very top row on the far, far end of the visitor's uh, side. But remember watching that and thinking, what is this all about? We don't have this atmosphere at Clay High School. I mean, it was, it was, we had a good football program at the time, but nothing like that. And you'd go to, you know, you'd go to school field for a game and a good crowd, but this was something special. And now I'm so fortunate, A, to have my family be a part of the Mishawaka community. I've coached here since 1996. But now to be the voice that came in on the radio side and experience that from just a small, small piece, I agree with you. It is a special, special yeah. place. And, you know, since uh, what Dean's done, and I've told people, my, my kids live in Fishers. 
Um, well, I got one granddaughter will go to Fisher's, and I got my son's four will go to HSE. And they talk about games down there. I says, you ain't seen nothing. <laughs> I said, Dean, when you came in, you made this an event. You really did. It's it's a college atmosphere. Who wouldn't want to play in those conditions? I mean, I look at those kids, you know, and they, the hype video and, you know, the, the, the fog machines and just everything is so spectacular. I I don't know where you would go and get a better vibe on a Friday night than Steel Stadium. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun to be there. Hey, before we run out of time, we got to ask you about Marv Wood. There's going to be a statue on, on Thursday going up in his honor, but uh, you you got to know him and and – we talked about you being a legend. He's a legend. I mean, those are some pretty big names, and uh, it's awesome to see him honored like that. Well, I can I can tell you just a real quick story here. Um, I always tell people I, I played basketball um, and golf in high school. Um, my sophomore year, I got cut. So I, I tell people my claim to fame is Marv Wood cut me from the basketball team. <laughs> you weren't even Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll be honest with you. That was devastating to me. I wanted to play in the cave so bad on Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah. So, yeah, it didn't work out. But Marv, um, the year I got the head girls basketball job, 1989, that was Marv's last year as a counselor. So we we knew each other from way back when. And I asked Marv, I said, would you mind if I came in and just asked some questions? He says, Thursdays. Every Thursday on lunch, I'd sit in front of his desk and I'd just pick his brain. And there were things that I didn't understand that he would just break them down in the simplest terms. And we we implemented a lot of those things. He told me, he showed me how to adjust to the girls' game because he coached at St. Mary's, I think, at Mm -hmm. the time, versus the boys' game. You know, I said, well, you did this. He ran a sideline fast break. Love that sideline break. And uh, I said, can we run that with the girls? He said, sure you can. But he says, you know, you just got to modify a little bit. Well, he gave me a secret, though. He told me that the sideline break was not his. It was Don Cromer's. And Don Cromer was one of his assistants. He says, I got to give credit where credit's due. But, you know, I was I was saying earlier, <clears throat> every year in the spring, I would take my kid, my girls over to Marv's house. And we'd clean their yard up. And then when we were done, him and Mary Lou would come out. They'd bring lawn chairs out. We'd sit in the driveway, and they'd bring refreshments out. And they, we didn't talk basketball. They just talked about life. Yeah. And it was, no it was just stories. Yeah. yeah. No agenda, no yeah. stories. Well, Marv had a way of, of saying things, but he and Mary Lou between them, it's nice to be important, but it's more important, important to, to be, be nice. nice. Absolutely. One of the greatest quotes ever. Mike Bresky, make a commitment to Dean and I. Let's do this again some night. We can set longer talk some uh, Mishawaka history. We'll get into the basketball season soon. Maybe we'll do it during the hoop season and uh, kind of pick this conversation up again. Can we do that? Uh, absolutely. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Hey, Mike Bresky joining us here tonight. And, of course, the voice of Steel Stadium. You'll hear him Friday night when the Mishawaka came in, host the Concord Minutemen. Dean, a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, it sure was. Yeah, thank you very much, Coach. Thanks to Novell Miller and Brady Fisher, and we're looking forward to a big game on uh, Friday night for Mishawaka football. We'll have the broadcast if you can't be at Steel Stadium on our sister station, 96-1 the ton. For Dean Huppert, I'm Brian Miller. This has been K-Man Corner. We apologize for running a bit over. Stay tuned. Monday Night Football is just around the corner. We're broadcasting live from Monterey, Mexican Bar and Grill. Good night on K-Man Corner from 960 WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 